missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Fest this week and what? Getting ready. We've got Craft Beer Night on Thursday nights. Over 40 different breweries at Craft Beer Night. GA and VIP tickets available at OctoberfestUSA.com. A couple of specialty beers, early entry. Very excited about that. Looking forward to seeing some friends down there at Craft Beer Night. I know our friends from the City Meat Market, Josh and Al, are coming up. Going to party with those guys. Obviously, uh, we'll be at the stateroom on Friday morning. Is there any chance that we could get your little body up in there in the stateroom? Your little body? I I don't know what Friday's going to look like yet. We got room for you. If I can, I will, yeah. Uh, Then, of course, uh, the tapping of the Golden Keg. We've got Carl in the German National Anthem and... Uh, the Maple Leaf Parade, and right now on our website, y'all, if you go to Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, you can vote on what your favorite part of Oktoberfest is. Uh, you've got several options here. Craft Beer Night, the Tapping of the Golden Keg, the Music, the Maple Leaf Parade, the Beer, the Food, or When It's Over. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are going that My neighbors route. were pre-gaming it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it being over already. But Really? You're already uh, worn out from no, they were cool. it was one fun. weekend of, yeah, of Oktoberfesting. What would you say is your favorite part of Oktoberfest, Shaw? Uh, definitely the tapping. Definitely the tapping? Yeah, yeah the pomp and circumstance the around ceremonial, the ceremonial, you know. Is very fun to watch. And, blessing and, of the keg and all that. I, I miss, the, I miss the, the parade to bring it down. You know, I always thought that was really cool. The opening day parade, yeah. I and I didn't, I didn't really care too much about the parade itself. It was just more the ceremony of it, right. how important the brewery was to the, you know, the community and how how many jobs it provided mm-hmm. and 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 you know where Oktoberfest began. And uh, right now on our website, you can vote on your favorite part of Oktoberfest. Morning sickness page at ninety five seven rock dot com. Craft beer night in the lead with fifty percent of the votes. Tapping with twenty five percent. Maple Leaf Parade with twenty five percent. Gene, as a uh, member of the the Fest family, Fest board, whatever the hell it is that you're a member of down there, what uh, would you say is your your favorite part? Oh, definitely putting together that stage I worked on this weekend. That was a blast. <laughs> Holy man, is that thing a beast? Oh my gosh! No, I'm kidding. Um, well, I'm excited this year for fireworks because of the all Those the years I've been on the board. That's been new, and I like Marty and the Skyrockers. They do a great job, so I'm kind of excited about that because it's cool. different. Cool. Nine o'clock on Thursday night, nine o'clock on Saturday night. I, you know, I really like the music. I work hard on the entertainment down there so there's some really cool stuff that heritage tent by the way is giant the heritage tent New where this the, year right so well, like at irish fest where they've yeah, got a, well, sort of a... we had one last year or two years ago <laughs> sorry um th- but this one is it's almost as big as the main it is massive wow. and it's it's got the button wall so all the old oil can buttons on it are they gonna got, do the genealogy thing like they do at irish fest where you can like find out more about your german heritage i don't believe so no okay. no but that tent will be all uh german music right so right. all the all right. the polka and all that kind of stuff will happen in the heritage tent and beer there'll be beer in there and yeah picnic what? tables and um, and it's very spacious. Shaw, plenty of room for you mm-hmm. to hang out on the grounds and be wherever you would like to be in relation to other people. I love craft beer nights. Uh, yeah, obviously that's Obviously having uh, all those beers there. And I like that it's earlier in the afternoon as well, Shaw. <laughs> like for me, it would be great if it started at 2 as opposed to 4, but right? that's just a me thing. Uh, but I like the fact that it's not 9 to midnight. You know, it's sort of like... Well, aren't you VIP? Isn't that like early? Yeah, 4 early? o'clock. Yeah, 4, four o'clock. o'clock. But still, I, you know me, I'd like it to be right after I get done with work. Uh, but uh, And then obviously our broadcast on Friday is always that a That is a so fun much thing. fun. Oh, my gosh. Just seeing I love the people seeing and people. the excitement and yes. uh, how ready they are to get after it. Uh, and then you go down to the tapping and the atmosphere is just different. 
uh, for the tapping, I think, than everything else. And then you've got that weird sort of... The Canadians? <laughs> no, well, they're weird, yeah. But no, that, that time frame, like right after the tapping, uh, when the swing crew plays and everybody's just... Uh, there's not... Uh, and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. There's just not unless you get that one chick who gets two wasted. No, everybody's and, in a good mood but, and they're glad to see each other. And- vote on our poll this morning on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. What is your favorite part of Oktoberfest? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, The Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Gotta get back in time with the Monday morning throwback each and every Monday right around 740. Brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you've never heard of, Shaw. But you've heard of them. I've heard of them, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you about it. you got to get there, man. had their stuff. It's oh, delicious. Oh, man. There were some cheesecakes that got brought to me last week, and they did not last very long, Shaw. Those delicious little mini cheesecakes. Oh, you just pop oh. them right in your mouth? Oh, yeah. yeah. One, maybe two bites. And then they're gone. It's like they didn't even exist. <laughs> So many great sandwiches on the menu, and uh, they got soups and coffee, and they're open for breakfast, and they're also hiring as well at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. Go figure, Shop. People are hiring. Right. Shocking. Taking a look back to 2013, seemed appropriate that Mm. Oktoberfest kicks off later this week, that we would go back to 2013 when we played an Oktoberfest edition of Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Mm. Wonder how you did. I don't recall. Yeah. Well, you can find out by listening to the Monday Morning Throwback on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But here's a little snippet. Oktoberfest edition of Facts or Bullcrap. Question number one, Shaw. Are you ready? Uh, Probably not, but go for it. uh, This one's actually pretty easy, right? you and I are going to do this. Okay. All right. We're a team. Oktoberfest is over 500 years old. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, I say bullcrap. You're on your own. That is bullcrap. It's only about 200 years old. 1810 was the first one. Okay. Nice job, Shaw. Well, you got the first one, right? right. I'm sure it was downhill from there. (laughs) If you want to find out how Shaw did with the rest of that Oktoberfest version uh, or edition of Factor Bullcrap, you can listen to the Monday Morning Throwback. Again, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Oktoberfest coming up later this week. Here we go. Kyle texted in, said, I had mini cheesecake at my wedding this weekend. They got devoured. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Monday Morning Throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. And if you want to hear the rest of that Oktoberfest edition of Factor Bullcrap, check out the Monday Morning Throwback on the website or on the app. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene here on 95.7 The Rock. And if you haven't seen the video on our Facebook page, it's pinned right to the top there. And all this month, over the next month or so, I'm going to be riding a bunch of different Harleys, courtesy of Great River Harley-Davidson. Of course, we work with them hand-in-hand all summer long, along with their uh, partner store down in Iowa, uh, Iron Hill. And uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, a great bike, but I never got a chance to ride it. No, of course not. We take the battery out, so you can't. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I've only ever ridden two different uh, Harleys. I, I got a Street 500 when I first got into the game after I took the riding course through uh, Harley-Davidson here in Lacrosse, and then I got onto a Road King several mm-hmm. years ago, and now I'm 
uh, in the process of, of working the numbers and trying to figure out what I want to do next. And because of that, Brody and the great staff over at Great River Harley-Davidson and I have been uh, trying different bikes. And last week, I went in and I rode uh, Street Glide. I rode two different versions. I rode the standard and then the special. And boy, oh boy, those things are really fast, Brody. A lot, lot more power than my Road King. Yeah, it's amazing each year when they upgrade these motors how much extra power you can really really squeeze out of them. And, you know, honestly, that's kind of why we wanted you to, to ride both of them, to really experience. Because a lot of times you look and find, oh, I like the chrome or I like the black. Well, this year with Harley, you can pick chrome or black and pick what size of motor you want. So yeah. it's a really exciting time for us, and it, it's awesome. And, again, like you said, once you twist that throttle, it puts a smile on your face pretty quick. I really thought that that blacked-out uh, engine case was beautiful on the special, and there was a lot of other things things on there that I didn't realize uh, until Brody and I kind of went through it. Obviously, the touchscreen infotainment system is awesome, radio, Bluetooth, but there's a tire pressure monitor, and I thought that was kind of neat because in all the years that I've been riding uh, Harleys now, Brody, I never once checked my own tire pressure, and you told me that these TPMs are really important because it can really alert you to uh, five to six, seven pounds difference in your tires, which will result in shortening the, the lifespan of your tires. Absolutely. You know, we, we refer to it as cupping. You know, when you run your hand on a tire, you can feel it almost gets lumpy. And it's amazing the amount of tires that we see this way. And it really can be prevented if tire pressure is maintained. I know it sounds really simple, but you'd be really surprised. So the bikes, a lot of them now are equipped with all these additional features. I know one that I was trying to get you to try was that hill hold. You know, you get yourself on an incline. We've all been there. You know, you're trying to get your feet down. There's gravel or, you know, it's uh, maybe going into traffic. The bike now holds itself in place for you so you don't have to try to worry about grabbing the clutch and the brake and and over revving it and looking like a silly guy out there on the road so uh you know these bikes have so much equipment that help us become better riders and help us keep safe so it, it's really cool harley has this those little things and you got to experience just the, the beginning part of it and there's so much more yet to come hey brody you're new to town and you've never been to oktoberfest that's what we were talking about before we went on the air here is that the deal that you've never been here that's, that's correct. This will be my first experience okay. at Oktoberfest. What time yes. can you get up and be down at the stateroom to join me and Brian broadcasting live <laughs> on Friday morning? We were talking about that the other day. How, how, how early can you get up, Brody? You know, I, I can get up pretty early. Brian did uh, say he'd buy me my first Bloody Mary, so I ah. think that I, I almost have to be there. So Yeah, and then you'll go down to the tapping of the Golden Keg with us? Absolutely. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty long day. I better pace myself. So, Brody, uh, great to talk to you. Yeah, Looking forward to absolutely. coming in again later this week and trying something new. If you want to read a full recap of my ride uh, um, from last week on the Street Glide Standard and the Special, there's a blog up right now at 957therock.com on our on our morning sickness page. You can get there on the app as well. And uh, sounds looking, like we'll see you Friday. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you later <laughs> this week and also riding again sometime later this week. Some kind of a new new bike over there at Great River Harley-Davidson. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Earlier this uh, month, Shaw, people were complaining on Reddit about things that used to be great but suck now. Okay. No shortage of those. Christmas lights are top of my list. First world problems. <laughs> Dude, Christmas lights used to last forever. Those 70s ones, yeah, they were hot and they, they were deadly. Fire hazards. Fire, but, like, dude, they would last forever. Now they're just cheap and they're made by, you know, mm-hmm. the lowest common or lowest bidder. And so they're, they're they faulty. You know, uh, they fault out after, like, a year. So you have to constantly replace them. It's a genius marketing scheme, you know, because right? you have to always buy new stupid Christmas lights. But, um... 
This went uh, a bit viral on Reddit, and uh, here are some of the things that uh, were highlighted uh, in this Reddit about things that used to be great but suck now. Uh, concerts, because they used to be a lot cheaper. Uh, I remember vividly paying 20 bucks to go see Metallica right. uh, several times in the past, but hey, this is what happens when you don't buy CDs and you start stealing music off the internet. You know what I mean? The artists used to make their money on selling CDs and merchandise, so concert prices could be you know uh, cheaper. But uh, now they're like three, four hundred dollars to go see some of these shows, and you know part of that is because people stole a bunch of music. Uh, films, they say that the writing sucks and all the money goes to remakes and Marvel movies. We'll <laughs> say there's too many reboots, Shaw. Too right. many. I agree. Well, it's funny you look through like a history of movie release dates, and back in like the seventies and eighties, you would only see maybe one or two movies on a on a specific day. Now there's like five, six, seven movies coming out uh, every week, and it's like who's paying to have these movies made? Uh, this is something Gene might be able to attest to. Makeup used to be fairly simple. Now with social media, it makes it seem like you need a hundred different primers, <laughs> creams, and contouring tools. Gene, is that you? You're I contouring? don't care about that. I barely cared about it when I was younger enough to care about it, and I certainly don't now. But I get where they're coming from. They're, well, my it's, wife's it's got everywhere. all that crap in her. Yeah, bed. Like a, she had like forty brushes, Shaw, yeah. and one little container. <laughs> And each of them has a specific job. Purpose, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Well, then you got to get brush cleaner and you got to, yeah, it goes oh on and goodness. on and on and on. Uh, again, this is a, uh, a Reddit thread yep. where people are complaining about things that used to be great but suck now. Fast food, they're saying. What? Uh, never, uh, it's never really been good for you, but it's even less healthy now. Well, do you just uh, know that we it's... Just, <laughs> well, we just had this report last week, Shaw. You were talking about how it's uh, drive throughs have gotten slower right. and less accurate. Correct. Uh, and they don't even need to, many, many of these places don't even need to open the dining room now, right? Because of COVID. So they're just, all they have to do is get the drive through stuff right. But I suppose when those lines are super duper long, wrapped around the building, you're like, man, just get these people out of here. Uh, six things that used to be great, but suck now. The news in general, Shaw. Sorry, hmm. buddy. Yeah. I don't, I don't take it personally. This, I don't know if this has anything to do with you, but it's, it's true though. I mean, like, you know, the news is tough. It's, there's some heavy stuff going on. And we're sensationalizing, you know, things and making it seem like the end of the world is happening every single time uh, a news story comes around. And last on this list is something, again, maybe Gene can attest to. Theme parks. You guys went to Disney not too long ago, right? A couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, insanely crowded and expensive now. Back in 1981, a one-day pass to Disney World was only $9.50. Oh, man. Adjusted for inflation, that's about twenty nine bucks today. But the actual price in twenty twenty one is one hundred and nine to one hundred and fifty nine dollars, depending on when you go to Disney, for one person to get in. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Yes. And you got to wait in line, and you got to deal with people. And there you go. Uh, a recent Reddit thread about things that used to be great but suck now. I'm trying to think of anything else. It's like Christmas lights, man. Really, I just uh, chaps my ass. I'm trying to think. I would have had to have more time. I can't think of anything right now that isn't living up to my expectations, but I'm sure there are things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, uh, having to replace Christmas lights all the time because they're cheap and they and they burn out or they don't work properly or whatever is uh, extremely annoying. But my dad's lights, I mean, those things were on right. the outside Your of the house. Your whole lifetime? My whole life. For 16 years of growing up in my parents' house, uh, though that light set stayed well, there. Well, it's and like it that with anything, year. a coffee maker or a refrigerator. It's like, yeah. why do I have to replace this <laughs> three times in my lifetime? Isn't this supposed to last forever? Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. They say there's no such thing as a stupid question, Shaw. <laughs> 
They're wrong. <laughs> There's plenty of stupid answers. But uh, today is uh, apparently not only National Drink Beer Day. Ooh, I heard that. But it's also National Ask a Stupid Question Day. Huh. And uh, Google put together some <laughs> of the stupidest questions oh, people have Oh, jeez. I can't asked. even imagine how stupid these are. <laughs> They're not, you know, they're not that bad. Oh, really? I mean, they're, they're dumb, but some of them you could maybe see as it just being uh, more of a farce than an actual question that you okay. need an answer to. Uh, some of the dumbest questions people have Googled, according to a, a roundup of some of the, the Google trends here, Shaw. If animals could talk, which species would be the rudest of them all? <laughs> that's a random question. Honey badger, right? Sure. Honey badger don't give don't, a... That's right. Right, Shaw? That's correct. I think a honey badger would probably be rude. The probably. Ra- I was trying to think. The raccoons uh, in great outdoors were pretty rude. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at the size of the maggots on that meat. <laughs> I don't think m- mooses. M- Moosin? Ha- moose. They don't care. Moose. They, I don't think they'd have any time for you, Shaw. They'd turn their nose up at you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, again, some dumb questions for Ask a Stupid Question Day. These are dumb questions that people have actually Googled. Uh, are there birds in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> no, they stop at the border. It's birdless. It's just... Canada won't let our birds in. There's shop. passports needed now. Yeah, yeah. COVID restrictions don't allow any birds into Canada. Should I tell my parents I'm adopted? <laughs> <laughs> I think they got that backwards. Let that one sink in, Shaw. Oh, that's funny. Apparently, a woman in a chat room once asked, how can I be sure I'm the real mom of my kid? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So there's that one. <laughs> I don't know. Is that drugs or is that just, <laughs> that's that just amnesia? Or Late Friday that? night, that one got Googled. Too many, too many Franzias. <laughs> These are some dumb questions on I Ask a Stupid Question Day. going to be bad. People uh, have Googled these questions according to uh, a recent survey by Google. What happens if you paint your teeth with white nail polish? Well, what did we hear? We heard the uh, magic eraser, I think, was being used by people as a yeah. teeth whitener. Yeah. Which uh, buffs off like a layer of right. your enamel, right? Correct. Yeah, I, I don't know what's worse, the enamel uh, removal or the paint They're on painting. your teeth. Which one's worse? He's white out. Why isn't 11 pronounced 21? <laughs> <laughs> I will say 11 is a weird number. Yeah, you got 21, 31. Why not 11? 51, 71, 81, 91, 101, 1, you know, 12, 13, all those teens, you know, those weird Why isn't it 11 T? Uh, some more of the uh, stupid questions people have Googled on Ask a Stupid Question Day. Can I eat my Himalayan salt lamp? <laughs> I'm not whole, but I think if you grind it down, it is salt, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I presume. I don't know what else has been sprayed on there. but I know they can be dangerous to pets. Is an egg a fruit or a vegetable? Oh, boy. <laughs> Which food group does that belong to, Shaw? It's a legume. Uh, does looking at a picture of the sun hurt your eyes? <laughs> Again, these are just uh, some of the dumb questions people have Googled uh, over over the course of time on Ask a Stupid Question Day. Last one. Why are there school? And school? Y- oh, singular. Why and yes, there? that's exactly how it was phrased. Nice. Why are there school? Okay. That qualifies. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. 
a better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Well, good morning. Oh, hey, is that coffee? This is coffee. An extra reason for coffee lovers to perk up today. This is a jumbo coffee morning. I need coffee and an IV. Is this coffee fresh? It is National Coffee Day. I need some coffee. Get there today without that fresh cup of coffee. Happy National Coffee Day. I take your position. It's showtime. National Coffee Day today, Shaw. Not to be confused with International Coffee Day, which I think is Friday. Okay, any mm. coffee day. Yeah, really. today Every is, day is coffee day. Mm, today is it. National Coffee Day. Had some coffee uh, earlier. Gene's drinking coffee. Are you, are you enjoying coffee this morning, Shaw? I am right now, as, as a opposed to some Mountain Dew? Oh, yeah. Start right. with coffee. Uh, here are some deals that you can experience on National Coffee Day. Ooh, okay. A lot of places want you to sign up for their online membership or their perks or download their app or whatever the hell it is. And uh, we're trying to focus on the national chains and the ones that are in this area, Shaw. Starbucks giving out free coffee to anybody who shows up with a clean, reusable cup. Just got to be 20 ounces or less. You can also sign up online uh, on their website to get a free 7-ounce sample size bag of their coffee in the mail for National Coffee Day, Shaw. Dunkin' Perks members can get a free medium coffee with any purchase. So if you're... Looking at maybe a, a breakfast sandwich or a donut, a donut. You get yourself a free medium coffee at Dunks, but you got to be a Perks member. You just sign up for that on mm-hmm. the app. Uh, Caribou Coffee, Shaw, new one on the south side yep. there. Yeah. Uh, Perks members of Caribou Coffee who stop in today will get a chance to win free coffee for a year. Ooh. They've also got some smaller prizes. They say participating locations, so it may not be everyone, but I'm guessing the ones here in town will be participating. Uh, Krispy Kreme, I think there's probably one in the Dells, right? Mm, yes, I believe so. All right. Uh, Krispy Kreme reward members can get a free coffee and a free donut today. Doubling up on the freebies. Panera Bread does coffee as well, I guess. Uh, they're giving parents and caregivers unlimited free coffee today. Let them know and they won't charge you. So if you're a mom and you're at your wit's end and you're like, look, these kids are killing me. coffee. Give me coffee. And they'll uh, hook you up at Panera Bread. Barnes and Noble, if you're going to the mall, isn't there still a Barnes and Noble in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a little cafe in yeah, there. Yeah, they do, yeah. Uh, get a free tall hot or iced coffee with purchase of a bakery item from Barnes and Noble on National Coffee Day today. This is uh, more online. I, I only read this one because I know Puck enjoys this. Death Wish Coffee. This is oh, one yeah, I know he loves it. Super duper caffeinated, Shaw. Uh, if regular coffee isn't doing it for mm-hmm. you, the Death, Death Wish Coffee apparently will, will hook your ass up. Any purchase of Death Wish Coffee... Uh, from September 29th, which is today until October 28th, will be entered for a chance to win one of three prizes. One grand prize winner will be announced in November. will receive a choice of two one-pound bags or 30K cups of the Death Wish Coffee every month for life. Oh, wow. Yeah, damn. Deathwishcoffee.com for more info, Shaw. National Coffee Day. Gloria Jeans. I think there's one in the mall still, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been in the mall in... Probably a year, so I have no yeah, idea what's I, in there anymore. Yep, my daughter loves Gloria Jeans. What's up with that? Uh, get a free small hot or iced coffee from Gloria Jeans Coffees with any in-store purchase on National Coffee Day. Um, quick trip. Here we go. The one everybody goes to here in town. Uh, get a free 12-ounce Karuba coffee from Quick Trip and Quick Star when you select the offer in their Quick Rewards app. So you got to have the app and you got to mm-hmm. select the offer and all that. Loves, there's one out there in Oakdale. We stopped there and picked people up on our way to Miller Bus Park trips, and, yeah. and Lambeau. Uh, get any size hot beverage for $1 on National Coffee Day at Loves Travel Stops. Proceeds, by the way, will benefit Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. So oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, Wendy's is also doing a National Coffee deal. Uh, I'm assuming some of the other fast food restaurants like McDonald's and Burger King are, are doing something. I'm but sure. I, I didn't catch their deals. I just saw Wendy's. Uh, participating Wendy's locations will offer a free coffee with the purchase of a breakfast sandwich 
on National Coffee Day. So if Puck is listening and he's not, and he wants to get me a breakfast sandwich, he can enjoy <laughs> he could the, do that he can and he can get free coffee. coffee. <laughs> but there you go. Some deals on National Coffee Day, which is today, not to be confused with International right. Coffee Day, which is on Friday, Shaw, but... On Friday, it's going to be uh, international. Brian enjoys a Bloody Mary with a giant brat inside of it in the stateroom day. That's what it's going to be. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. Bad news with happy music. We started that. I have some bad news. Good news with bad music. Good. Been done. But has anybody ever given you the good news? Good news? With Slayer. Slayer. Weekday mornings just after 7 a.m. The Morning Sickness presents Good News with Slayer. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Good News with Slayer. Weekday mornings just after 7 a.m. here on 95.7 The Rock. Whether it's the good news, the Slayer, or a combination of both, maybe it's the nice weather that we're going to have over the next couple of days. Hopefully it puts a smile on your face. Yes, please. You know what puts a smile on my face? Uh, uh, beer? Pancakes. They have I was gonna... all of our guidelines from Guinness World Records. All of the pancakes served today pancakes. had to be at least five inches in diameter. They had to be a certain thickness, and they had to be served in a certain style. So there, a lot goes into Guinness World Records title. We're hoping for the best here today in Centerville, and that they achieve a Guinness World Records title and put uh, Centerville, Iowa on the map. Well, it's what? on the map because they just set the damn record. 75 miles outside of yeah. Des Moines. Only about 5,000 people live there in Centerville, Iowa, but they just set the new Guinness Book of World Records record for the largest serving of pancakes. 100 volunteers from local businesses cooked 14,280 pancakes and served them to employees. They used 2,400 pounds of butter or batter, excuse me. Uh, each pancake had to be at least uh, a quarter inch thick and five inches in diameter. The previous record of 13,000 pancakes just happened in Blue Springs, Missouri this past June. Yeah, so take it only that, stood Missouri. for about three months, and I'm assuming somebody else is going to look at this and be like, hey, you know what we could do? You know what we could do? Centerville, Iowa, though, is now the world record holder for the most pancakes ever uh, ever made, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. So congratulations to Centerville, Iowa. This guy, congrats to him. He got his uh, car and his dog back. Full name is Victor Kingsley. I was looking for uh, a pet to rescue uh, in late 2019, I went and met him, and you know it was one of those ever so popular cases of once you meet the dog, you know they're kind of the one. And he's been part of me ever since. You know, he's my guy. Friday midday, uh, running errands, errands over in Richfield, and stopped at Richfield Liquors to run in. And as I was leaving the store, a gentleman pulled into my car and took off. Your mind goes everywhere um, when that happens. Called OnStar, they reported the location to St. Paul PD because that's where it was. They picked up the vehicle. Vic wasn't inside of it. Um, and that's that's when, I mean, it really hit home of, like, where's my dog at? That's a guy named Lucas Albers who lives up uh, in Minneapolis or in the Minneapolis area. And uh, his car was outside the liquor store as he was running some errands. His dog was inside the car. We've all done that, right? Left our dog mm-hmm. in the vehicle as we run into the store real quick. Yeah. Uh, and as he came out, his car was missing along with his dog, Victor. 
Uh, the guy uh, was able to find the car the next day thanks to the cops who used the, uh, the OnStar system to find it. The dog, though, however, uh, was missing at the time. But luckily, uh, because Victor is a very friendly dog, uh, a black lab mix named Vic walking up to somebody in a park up there in the Minneapolis area, and they were able to track down uh, Lucas because of the tags and all that stuff, and he was able to uh, get hooked back up with his dog, Victor. So uh, a good end to an otherwise terrible story about his uh, car and his dog being stolen and then getting both of them back. So there you go. Some good news with Slayer here on The Morning Sickness. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of The Morning Sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Dude, this is so weird. I found this out this morning. Are you familiar with Kentucky? You know where it is, obviously. <laughs> Generally speaking, You've heard yes. of Kentucky? Exactly. Yes, You've heard I of Kentucky. That. All right. Well, did you know, I just found this out this morning, this is wild, that when you swear an oath in Kentucky to be the governor, okay, you've got to swear that you're not going to duel. With who? Or, what? With anybody? anybody? Yeah. No like, dueling. I'll never no duel. dueling. Have you ever, have you heard this? No. no. It's part of, yeah, it's, so it's really weird, man. It's part of their, like, oath that they take when they get into office, the it's elected officials. Old. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's on the books. It's like, you know, you can't hassle a squirrel in lacrosse, right? right? Isn't that the deal? But officials, elected officials in Kentucky, must uh, say that they have never uh, participated in a duel and will not participate in a duel. And I do further solemnly swear that I have not fought a duel with deadly weapons within this state nor out of it. That I have not fought a duel with deadly weapons within this state or without of it. Nor have I sent or accepted a challenge to fight a duel with deadly weapons. Nor have I sent nor accepted a challenge to fight a duel with deadly weapons. So help me God. So help me God. Dude, what? I challenge you to a duel. I challenge you. Do you got to slap him with your glove in the right. face first? Exactly. That's usually how it goes, Sean. I challenge White you glove, to yes. a duel. But that is the Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir uh, taking that. his oath. Uh, sworn in as Kentucky's new governor shortly after midnight on Tuesday, swore to support the U.S. and Kentucky constitutions to faithfully execute the office of governor and that he has never fought in a I've duel never been in one of with a deadly dudes. weapon, sent or accepted a challenge to fight a duel with deadly weapons or aided. Man, if you can get a, if you can dig up some old emails, maybe you can right? get this guy out of, out, of, out of office or something, Sean. Maybe he did and he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. Public officials in the Commonwealth have been taking the same oath since 1849. When the language was added to the Kentucky Constitution in an attempt to dissuade aspiring office holders from settling disputes with gunfire. <laughs> That's so great. All right, we don't want the governor. Let's challenge him to a ten duel. paces. Yeah, ten it's paces turn and fire. I love it. It's still in the books. They laugh at it, they scoff, but you know, this might you know Very funny. I did not know that. I wonder what if, does Wisconsin have something like that in there? I don't. Not that not I've ever heard. I no. Heard I promise to eat cheese curds at least <laughs> once a week. I promise to get a brandy old fashioned every Friday with my fish fry. I mean, is there something in there about that? I think that's just implied that's if you want to be yeah, Wisconsin yeah. governor. You know, no duels though. Uh, in the speech following his swearing in, the governor alluded to the duel thing and said, "What well, uh, quote Kentucky's office." Oath of office may sound a little outdated to some, but speaking its words created in me a sense of gratefulness, humility, and excitement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You do you, buddy. Yeah. You do you. Three-way here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock, brought to us again by Al's Auto Body. We'll get back to Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for your Killing Me Shaws in just about uh, 20 minutes. Hopefully you're feeling prepared, Shaw. 
Preparing as I'm going to be. Watch any movies recently or what? I really haven't watched any in the past week. It's just been kind of a sports week. So, All right. Sportsy week. All right. It's a good week for sportsing and for festing. We'll see how he does in just a bit. Uh, I got a text from Westy. A picture of the Golden Brat over there at Bacalars. He says the Golden Brat is ready to go. 70 pounds. Yeah, that's a Legion, isn't it? You got to see this thing. I think so, yeah. I think they do the Golden Brat over at the Legion. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's about seven or eight feet long. Oh, it's... Remember it got stolen off the grill there? Yeah. It takes hours to cook, and then some some (laughs) Yahoo went in the alleyway and stole it. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. You're killing me, Shaw's. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, your shot at my morning show money, courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union. $20 up for grabs this week. Jean thinks you're going to get it, Shaw. Hmm. She has faith in you. She says it's a good week. Good week. With Oktoberfest and the weather and everything. That's true. Even though you haven't been watching any movies. I haven't. She's got confidence, but uh, her vote doesn't matter. It's not about Gene. It's about caller 15. 608 is the number. Who this? Curtis. Curtis, you're familiar with how this game is played, aren't you? Yes, sir. All right, Curtis, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? No, he ain't going to know it. You're going with no. 20 bucks up for grabs. Yes, what are you going to do with it if you win? You know where it's going, man. Rock Foundation. All right, man. You're not going to use it to buy beer tickets at Oktoberfest? Nah. If he, uh, if he gets it wrong and... And the Rock Foundation gets 20 bucks. I'll match it again. So, Oh, snap. Not only am I funding the Rock Foundation right? lately, but it sounds like Curtis is jumping in the bandwagon as well. Way to go. That would be $40 to the Rock Foundation, Shaw, if you don't know this movie quote. I think you might. Hmm. I think you'll recognize the voice right away. You might not remember the movie, but I think your brain will spin the wheel and uh, you'll figure it out. Here, listen closely to this movie quote, Shaw. You ready? Uh, yep. All right. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. I am the law. I am the, the law. law. It's not Sylvester Stallone. Do you recognize the voice? I don't think I do. Oh, all right. Well, listen closely one more time. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. I am the law. Oh, yeah. I got the voice now. You want to hear one more time? Yeah. All right. Listen closely, Shaw. You say you got the voice. We'll see if you're right. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. I am the law. That's the uh, obligatory third time there, Shaw. And you say you know the uh, voice. Who would that belong to? I'm pretty sure that's Denzel. Oh. And the movie? I am going to go with um, Remember the Titans. Oh! Shaw. Look at this guy. That's a great movie, by the way. He got it right. 21 years ago today. The movie Remember the Titans in theaters, starring Denzel Washington. Got sunshine in there. Sunshine. I don't itch my head unless my (laughs) head is itchy. I don't dance unless I hear some music. Not another yard. And they will remember the night they played the Titans. I love that movie. Man, I didn't think I was worried. Well, once I got the voice. Denzel. One name only, Shaw. You got it right. That means uh, my money does not go into the Rock <laughs> Foundation. Neither does Curtis's. Uh, but we add 10 bucks to it and make it $30 next week for your Killing Me Shaws brought to you by GECU. 
I'm glad you knew it, Chuck, because that's uh, that's one of those football movies you must watch. Yeah, my wife's probably at home screaming at the radio right now. Why is that? Oh, she loves that movie, too. Oh, okay, all right. 21 years ago today, 2000. Mm. Remember the Titans? Might have to watch that again. In theaters. Been a minute, huh? Yeah, it has. It's been a while. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You were recently on vacation with Mary. Do you guys stay at a hotel or an Airbnb or a Verbo or something? What would you do? It depends. On our last trip, we rented a house, essentially, so up you, in Door County. Airbnb kind of thing? It was, yeah, VRBO. A Verbo? Okay. Is it? How do people say that? Is it VRBO? I have or? no idea. It's the first time I've used it. Oh, I say Verbo. And did you like it? Did it work out well? Yeah, it was great. Absolutely. Everything was clean? Very much so. Immaculate, spick and span. Yeah, it was. It was uh, had everything we needed there. You know, pots and pans and right. utensils and. So plates you didn't have to like go out to eat all the time. No, and, no, yeah. no. It was great. Uh, top ten things that would make someone walk out of a hotel, Shaw, and they're all basically cleanliness. <laughs> Let's see, dirty sheets. Yeah, that's number one on the yeah. list. No big surprise. If you walk in and the bed's dirty, or uh, if you pull the covers back and there's something funky going on uh-huh. in there, yeah. I I don't know if I'll change hotels, but I'll certainly change rooms. And in this day and age, Shaw, with the staffing shortages, I mean, hotels are struggling to keep right. up. And uh, I think we had somebody. Was it you that said that you you t- you did a you went and stayed at a hotel and you saw like little items of trash all over the room or whatever when mm-hmm. you got there? Like they were no, thankfully that wasn't me. No, maybe that was Gene. But uh, dirty sheets, number one on the list mm-hmm. of things people would uh, consider changing hotels for. A disgusting bathroom. Yeah, that's gross too. Again, I you know if you're cleaning up the room, you should it should be clean, right? I mean, I, I get it that you have staffing shortages, but you're in the room, like clean it. Smelly room as well. So if somebody's O didn't go with the B, right. the O stayed in the room. Right. Then yeah, if you've got a smelly room, or if somebody smoked in there, or if uh, it's just that musty smell, like you know what I mean, yeah, like open it's the old. windows. Yeah, if you get that, well, and like some kind of maybe somebody microwave tuna fish or something in there or whatever <laughs> it's possible uh bad smells in general that's hotel wide yeah if you walk into the hotel and and it's kind of got that funky odor mm, it smells like your grandmother's basement vomity then yeah uh four out of the top 10 spots right there shaw the top four are all cleanliness are, are all yeah. dealing with cleanliness uh next we get to how you're treated a lot of times you're spending money it's a you know it's a vacation type thing so you want to get treated properly and I'm not saying you got to go above and beyond, but rude staff is number five on the list. That'll that'll make people certainly determine whether or not they're going to change hotels. Horrible food. Yeah, I don't expect the hotel itself to have good food. Yeah. You know, those complimentary breakfasts. Dude, or- a complimentary breakfast is never good. It's no. all powdered eggs and, right. and it's, you know, muffins that have been there for a week. So if you have high expectations mm. for a complimentary breakfast, that's on you. That, that is definitely on you. But these are the... Top 10 things that would make you change hotels immediately. Stained carpets, again, cleanliness, rearing its ugly head. I don't... In the Carpet room... Carpet so much doesn't get me as, you know... Stained in the room. Big stain, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know the carpet is stained, yet you still are trying to push people to go into... Don't you have another room without the stain? Right. Until you get... Or maybe the, it's time to replace the carpeting. Yeah. I don't know. A stain in the hallway carpet or in the main foyer or whatever. Whatever. Those things happen. Uh, loud noises. Loud noises! <laughs> Yeah, if you've got a We've room, all been there. If you've got a room next door to you that's really loud, or if you're staying in a hotel where there's like a hockey tournament happening, right? Yeah, <laughs> good luck there. Um, the lobby is gross. Number nine on the list. Number ten is no visible cleaning or housekeeping crew present. <laughs> the whole time you never see one person right? cleaning. Nobody's cleaning the thing. Yeah, nobody's there cleaning. We stayed at a hotel uh, in Milwaukee not too long ago, and it was fine. We, we it was. 
nice little spot. They had a little uh, restaurant in the basement. We had some food and some beers down there. and No complimentary breakfast, but again, I never expect yeah, much of those things. Even if you have that, you go, you know, I'm hungry still. That wasn't very satisfying. Yeah, maybe one or two items at the complimentary breakfast. The yogurt. You're usually safe for the yogurt. Yogurt or a donut or maybe a banana or something. But, uh, yeah, not not eating powdered eggs and that weird sausage that's just like Jimmy Dean frozen sausage Mm -hmm. that they thaw out. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. E-I-E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-E-I-O. It's good to be around people who know how that works. I am in the uh, studio here with the Fest family. And, Tom, you are the Fest master. Congratulations, first of all. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Let's see. I don't know why you're... Oh, hold on one sec. We got technical difficulties here. Plug that in there right there, and then we'll be good to go. All right. There we go. Try it again. Yeah, I'm a there we go. Tech man. Tech man. Tech man. Look at that. We gotta hire you. We need a new engineer in the back room and you're the guy. But so a quick funny story. Uh two weekends ago, my wife and I went down to Iowa, Des Moines, to visit some friends, and we went to a couple of different breweries. They were having their Oktoberfest celebration. We went to this one brewery. We were all decked out in our later hosen and our dirndles. We were all Oktoberfested out, and they did a beautiful job decorating. They had a tent, they had the banners, the streamers, the whole nine yards, they had beautiful beer. And brats and all that stuff. But I walked into a packed brewery in Des Moines, Iowa, a brewery called Lua Brewing. And uh, I yelled out as soon as I opened the door, E-I-E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Not a single person responded. (laughs) I kid you not. I kid you not. Not a... I was so excited. We had, uh, we had pre-gamed a little bit. Uh, you know, we do that here at Oktoberfest, you know. So I was ready. I was primed. I was warmed up. And I and I yelled it out. And not a single person yelled it back to me. And I was very disappointed. And I looked around. And, I'm, and the bouncer guy's like, dude, can I just get your ID, man? Can you just? Can you just? And so I did it again. And I went, E-I-E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-E-I-O. And again, nothing. Everybody turned to me like I was going to bomb the place. They thought I was going to, like, go on a rampage. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to say it's Camilakite and all that. And luckily, the brewery uh, owner, like the head brewer, came over to me and he's like, hey, look, dude, where are you from? Because obviously you're into this. And I said, yeah, I'm, I live in La Crosse and I've been there for almost 20 years and it's kind of a big deal. And I said, I know it's your first fast and you guys are doing a good job, but you really got to educate your people here about the EI and the Ein Pros. It. They didn't do that either. So they did a they did a Stein hoisting thing. And I lost to Chad, by the way. Uh, and if you're going to lose to a man in a Stein hoisting competition, you might as well lose to a military guy. Uh, what's Chad Tamke's official title over there at Fest? Chad Tamke is our Grenadier General. He's Grenadier, our Grenadier oh, General. Well, no wonder he won. He's a general. I'm going to lose to a gen- I'm adding that to the list. I'm adding general and military man. That's who I lost to. But they did a Stein hoisting competition, too, where they, they – it was weird. They Instead of holding it by the handle, the guys were wrapping their hands inside of the – I, I called foul on that and shenanigans and all that. But needless to say, I'm very excited because this week it's the real fest here in lacrosse. And congratulations on being uh, selected as Festmaster. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. It's really an honor to be selected as Festmaster of lacrosse. So they, they played a sneaky on you, huh? The little ding-dong ditch. They they left a feather on your door, and then what happened? Yeah. And so then they, they're they not right there. What's this feather doing here? What am I supposed to do with that? Oh, no. We're best people. We understood what that feather meant. Yeah. Better than a flaming bag of dog poo, I guess, right? You don't want to have that left on your door. Chad would probably do something like that. He's that kind of guy. Perhaps. Shenanigans do occur. Yeah. So, uh, Fest kicking off this morning. Senior breakfast. My partner, Jean, down there, she texted me about 20 minutes ago, said not making it back. 
I was not upset that she wasn't going to be here. I was upset that the sausages weren't going to be here because usually the leftover sausages make their way to here to 201 State Street. I'll eat yours. Don't worry. Oh, gee, thanks. I appreciate that. But uh, So you've got uh, some other people here with you. Do we have our special fester? Is is she here? Does she want to join us on the mic? Right over there? Is it Riley? Riley, how are you? Good. Excellent. Are you excited for fest? What's your favorite part? Um, yeah. Fun and you know, parade tonight. Per- oh yeah, the North Side Parade, the Torchlight yeah. Parade. And what else is going on today? Do you have, do you have your special festers carnival today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the special festers carnival uh, over at the North Side grounds, I believe, starts at 11 a.m. What's going to be your ride? Do you want to be uh, going in the Maybe. All right. <laughs> And then we've got uh, the Miss O, who is very... Are we going to get you on the mic? Because I heard that you're very nervous. You're, I try to make things comfortable in the studio. You're very tan. You're lovely, by the way. Do you, is that a... Is, that can't be real, right? Because it's, it's, it's starting to get uh, into fall. Is that real or is that a uh, little help? Nice and close to the mic yeah, there. We spend a lot of time outdoors. It's a beautiful tan. Us Irish people, we don't have that. Uh, we don't have that pigmentation in our skin, so I don't get. I don't get nice and toasty brown in the summertime. But um, Maple Leaf Parade on Saturday, and what time do things start, and what can people expect? Uh, Maple Leaf Parade. Yep, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And then we've got <laughs> some new rules this year, too. I don't know if anybody wants to talk about that, but I can't throw things off the floats this year because of the COVID stuff. So remind people of that, maybe. And uh, if you want more information, you can go, obviously, to OctoberfestUSA.com. And we've got uh, Miss Lacrosse, big, big old. That is an amazing crown. How many jewels are in there, and why hasn't Brittany Styles stolen it from you yet? Oh, gosh, I know. I better watch out. She might steal it from me. She does like bedazzled yeah. things. So yeah. <laughs> is that pinned in there, or do you have to walk... Like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing I'm tall because you don't want to see the top. Okay. It's pinned pretty bad. You yeah. are very tall. How tall are you? I'm 5'11". 5'11". Jeez. We have a very tall royal family. You do? Yeah. Except we for do. Chad. He's 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 <laughs> miniature. He's a little guy over there. But Somebody's got to be the runner. Uh, Oktoberfest kicking off today, and uh, I'm very excited about craft beer nights. Obviously, there's probably going to be an Iproser or two down there. And Can we get one real quick before oh, you guys yes. head out? De Kruger! Oh! De Kruger! Oh! De Kruger! Oh! Ein Frozen, Ein Frozen, der Gemütlichkeit. Ein Frozen, Ein Frozen, der Gemütlichkeit. Eins, zwei, drei, super. Sigi-saki, sigi-saki. Oi, oi, oi. Sigi-saki, sigi-saki. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Always a pleasure. Love the Fest families. Angie, how are you, sweetie? Where's Sam Strong? Why don't we get, of all the Where's people that Sam? should be on the right, she swore at me once. She said the F word to me one time. It might have been the last time she ever said the F word. It was like 13 years ago, and she said it to I've me. I've said the F word three times in this building, and only once to you. <laughs> Add that to the list. Add that to the list. Thank you guys so much. Oktoberfest kicking off today. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is essentially the weekend, Shaw. 
Mm-hmm. And normally we do this on Friday, but because it's Oktoberfest and because Fest officially kicks off today, I thought it would be appropriate to do an Oktoberfest edition of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Perfect. Now, these are just three things I'm really looking forward to. Because so there's a lot more than three. There's a bazillion things going on, and uh, you can find them all online at OktoberfestUSA.com. But if you want to see what I'm excited about, you can certainly go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app and read about my three things that I'm looking forward to seeing and doing this weekend. Starting with tonight's 4 o'clock. You'll be there, what, 3.40? Oh, come on, man. More like 3 o'clock. Sorry. You know me. I'm going to try to weasel my way in. (laughs) VIP at 4 o'clock for Craft Beer Night. What is this, like year 16? Oh, it's been going on for a while. Yeah, popular event. Very popular event. Craft Beer Night tonight. Gates open at 4 o'clock for VIP ticket holders. 5 p.m. for the unwashed and filthy masses. Those regular people. VIP gets you in early, obviously. Free food from Big Al's. I'm going to try not to be that guy in public that's <laughs> grabbing all the pizza. Uh, you also get private restrooms for VIP. And limited edition specialty beers, including that Beer Garden Dunkel from Sam Adams. So only the VIPs can taste that, huh? Yeah. I will make sure that no one that is GA gets a chance to put their lips on that delicious specialty Thank you for upholding the law. Well, VIP people are important. That's why it's VIP. I'm not a GA person. So why should you, as a GA person... (laughs) Okay, you made your point. (laughs) (laughs) You heathen. Uh, By the way, both VIP and GA admissions uh, include your your press, uh, your pass to get into the fest for the entire weekend. Yeah, that's cool. Which is really cool. Plus, you never know who you're going to run into at Craft Beer Night. I've uh, run into, uh, let's see, the guy from American Pickers. Yep, Frank. Frank was there. Norm was there like 12 years ago from Cheers. And uh, even the governor was there two years ago, even though he doesn't drink because he's a... He's a weird guy. <laughs> I I was like, I was a little saucy already, and I was giving him a hard time, and I think his people were like, okay, we got to get this crazy guy away from the governor. But uh, you never know who's going to be down there at craft beer night. I mean, Brett Favre might be there. You never you know. Never know. Uh, next on the list of things I'm really looking forward to is our stateroom broadcast tomorrow morning. Doors open at 6 a.m. Jumbo brought bloodies, jumbo mimosas, screwdrivers, and, of course, uh, all of the fest stuff going on. We're going to have swag to hand out. We're going to be broadcasting live. I'm hoping Shaw makes his way up there uh, and joins us. Uh, just make sure you pregame it with us at the State Room in downtown Lacrosse before you head down to the tapping. And then third on my list of three things to do in and around Lacrosse this weekend for Oktoberfest is, of course, the tapping of the Golden Of King. course. Now, I'm excited about Pat McCurdy. I always am, but I've seen him a bazillion times, and, uh, and, I, and I'm certainly going to be down there to watch him, but... The tapping to me is by far the 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 piece de resistance. Yeah, when it comes I mean, the to ceremonial the aspects of it, and um, I could do without the Canadians unless they brought free poutine, and then I'd be in on them. But uh, you know, the boss man out there would jump around, getting people yep. hyped up. The keg makes its appearance. I know people are excited about that. I wish there was a little more pomp and circumstance like the opening day parade we used to have. I always thought that was right. So they cool. would bring the golden keg in the back of that horse-drawn wagon, yeah. and the uh, mayor would be sitting atop it. And- yeah, and I always thought that was – and Randy Hughes, obviously, who's a good friend of ours, been a good friend of the show for many, many years. And uh, But that doesn't change the fact that the tapping is still really cool. Absolutely. I hear Carl's on his game because he did the uh, German National Anthem last night at the Festmasters Ball. Nice. And that's by far one of my favorite – parts of of Oktoberfest is seeing Carl, hearing him sing the German national anthem, recite his poetry about uh, you know, uh, you know, Germany and family and all that stuff. Uh, and then of course the tapping of the keg and then people just the, the spirits. Yeah. I don't know if I if I it, like if I've ever been in a situation 
with that many people that happy. Right. Isn't that true? That's one of the great things about Oktoberfest. Like, I go to concerts all the time. I'm surrounded by thousands of people at these concerts. But, you know. This is different. This is like a whole different atmosphere. And uh, it looks like the rain's going to hold off till the afternoon Yeah, we'll be good. So we should be good for the tapping. And it looks like weather-wise is going to be pretty mild, 78. So there you go. Three things to do in and around Lacrosse this weekend on Oktoberfest edition. You can find that. Again, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to read about a little bit more about that. Or if you want to find out about all the events, go right. to OctoberfestUSA.com for more information. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.